Welcome back to the Millman Podcast. Um, I have a very special guest tonight. He's a good friend of mine. He goes by the name of Wit. He he listened to a couple of episodes of mine, and he was a fan, and he just really wanted to jump on. So, Wit, say hi, and I just want to say it's a pleasure to have you on here. Uh, hello, Michael. I'll tell you, it's an honor. Uh, I'm a, I've been enjoying the podcast, and happy to be on with you tonight man that's amazing that's amazing um so you know we speak a lot and when we get together we have a great time but we also have some very very interesting conversations and i feel Speaking like of. we both feel the same way when it comes to you know feeling that we should be in the middle and um when it comes to like politics and uh uh, we just recently had a conversation about the Russian and Ukrainian crisis and how it's so important to, you know, if we're going to be in the middle and we're going to be fair, then we should look at all sides, uh, you know, when, because you were telling me that what happens a lot in um, American media or world media is that you have one side and they're just uh, uh, doing selective journalism, I, I think was the term, and they're just really just trying to push their narrative. So can you can you address that? Sure, sure. Um, you know, I think what we what tends to happen is that our media does present two sides. You can you can choose uh, whether or not you want to watch Fox News or whether or not you want to watch CNN. You know, and you can decide then. Uh, by looking at both of those uh, programs or reporting on the same issue, um, you can sort of steer to one or the other. You can see how they're steering the story, I should say, um, maybe to one political view as opposed to another. Um, I think that at least, though, in our country, we get that. Unfortunately, if you live in Russia, you don't get that. You and I talked about that. Um, when the state controls the news, uh, then you're only getting state news. You're getting what the uh, authoritarian state is saying is the facts. And that's been an unfortunate thing to see play out in, 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 in Russia and in how, you know, in a country where you have a lot of family and friends and close relatives that live on either side of this conflict, how when Ukrainians are calling back, you know, to their father or their mother uh, or to friends and family and are not finding sympathetic ears <laughs> because what they're being told in their media is uh, that, that um, you know, that Russia is doing them a favor by uh, getting rid of neo-Nazi um, Ukrainians uh, who need to be get, gotten rid of, so to speak. So I think it's been interesting to see that play out from our side, but also then realizing, you know, that we do get, we, do, we are susceptible ourselves in some ways, obviously, to... Um, disinformation you know so 
Um, yeah, that's what I've been seeing, man. <laughs> yeah. Um, what was the term, by the way, again? Because I know I I used selective journalism, but I remember you were saying a different term. I, I just I can't quite remember what it was. Well, I I I think you and you and I were talking. The term I used was informational bias. But informational bias. Okay. That's information bias, but that's technically not totally the right term um the right term because the information bias sort of means that you, you know um and you know me with my psychology background okay but information bias really means taking certain factors in a study and um and ignoring maybe other things you see what i'm saying yeah uh, almost like bending the so truth a little more, yeah it's it's skewing a study in a direction by maybe ignoring uh, other related factors, you know what I mean, that that may give a better result. Uh, but what I meant to say when you and I were talking uh, was motivated reasoning. Okay? And motivated reasoning is 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 basically, you know, it's basically where you where you ignore information that doesn't support your own ideas. Yeah. So, yeah. so you go into something with uh, a certain set of beliefs and uh, our beliefs are very stubborn, you know? So you go in with a, a very stubborn sort of lodged belief and you, you tend to seek information to confirm that belief. And, um, and we see that in our media. Um, you certainly see it um, in, in 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 a place like Russia when, when you know when they want to when they're only getting one side of the story and they don't want to believe their government would be would commit atrocities, right? So I don't want to believe that. So I'm certainly I'm certainly very susceptible to believing what what the state tells me but we see it over here in a more political bent way where um people will who are you know far believers of the right you know will believe you know the way that a certain story is portrayed you know that sheds the best light and 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 serves their own beliefs about a particular incident the same way with the left you know so we see that in the skewed news format, um, but you can see you see it in a lot of other ways too. But but it's it's a, just a part of justifying or or further solidifying your own belief system, you know. But it's called motivational reasoning. There is a a book about it that's. Uh, it, it was written by Annie Duke. She's a, uh, a professor and um, uh, and an author who's written several different books, uh, but she's a professor of psychology, and um, and her book is called Thinking in Bets. But uh, it's because she because she was also a world uh, poker player, a world champion poker player. But it's a very good book that it talks about these aspects 
and um, and uh, and just talking about how entrenched our belief systems get, and with that, how um, we will seek information, and and in fact, not only seek information that solidifies that, we'll purposely ignore information that does not confirm it. <laughs> so it's a very it's very difficult. That's why beliefs are very stubborn. Yeah, we, you know, I, I, we see that all the time. And, uh, but it's interesting because you have folks in Russia that are being fed uh, one-sided news, but you still have a handful of Russian people that are protesting the war and they think it's wrong and they're willing to sacrifice themselves for that cause because it is forbidden to do something like protest or question the government's intentions and they go to jail for that. And I remember there was a handful of people, well, a lot of people from the former Soviet Union that came to America, you know, they were always drawn to America, you know, uh, they always wanted to come to America, even though the Soviet Union was probably just as bad, if not worse, with propaganda that was feeding their people. So I still have hope in humanity where there are people that do thinking on their own because America, you know, I was told by people from the former, you know, when they lived in the former Soviet Union that it was open that America was the enemy and it's so bad there, yet they felt this intrigue maybe because they, uh, you know, knew about American media or uh, like film and music. I don't know what it is. What I try to do personally is I listen to, and I you know mentioned this before and we spoke about it, but I uh, listen to conservative and liberal news uh, in like cable news and on the internet on YouTube because I'm just so curious to what people have to say and different uh, opinions on things. And I still feel I'm getting misinformation at uh, somehow but I try to take everything I absorb and just balance it in my own head, you know, where people are bending the truth and uh, how it really is. Um, and yeah. yeah, we see that all the time. It's, yeah. you know, absolutely. I, I agree. And I, 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 you've said this before on your podcast and I, and I agree wholeheartedly so much, you know, cause you know, I, you and I both come from that same opinion that, it's important to listen to all sides and filter them through yourself. The, I think the hardest part for all of us is to understand our own filter. You know what I mean? So we come to the table with a set of beliefs and, and we have to be careful about that as we approach and learn new things to, to really truly be open as we're listening to all things. And I, and I think that's a challenge for, for everyone. Um, especially in this day and age, um, where you have both fake news and disinformation. <laughs> and they're, they're actually two separate things, you know, um, fake news is, is, is an intentionally false story, right? That it can be put planted for what financial or political gain or whatever, you know, um, and it's been going on for a long time, <laughs> you know, but then you also have, um, disinformation, 
which I think is even way more powerful because disinformation, you know, has some elements, some true elements to it, right? So it's, 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 yeah, um, like bending the truth, yeah. Embellished. Yeah, it's, yeah, there's enough truth to it, but then it's embellished enough, you know, to, to take a particular narrative or spin on it. And that's way more dangerous, in my opinion, because this inform- with this information, you can, con- you know, you can kind of confirm part of the story. Yeah, that is, so, that is dangerous. Yeah, so so you're like, well, that that was true, so that lends credibility to this spin or 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 um, you know blown out of proportion idea. You know. Yeah, that's how um, propaganda is born. Conspiracy theorists are born, right? Yes, yes, hundred percent. But let me ask you this. No. So Joe Rogan actually went through a controversy recently because he was accused of uh, spreading misinformation when he was speaking to somebody about COVID. And, uh, mm-hmm. you know, so he his in his defense, you know, he says that this person was not just a credible person, but this was just that person's opinion. So how do we differentiate opinion versus you know what I mean? The dangers of misinformation yeah. or disinformation, I should say. Well, you know, I think it's it's all in disinformation uh, is going to um, come across, you know, as a as 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 factual, factually based. It's going to have enough smatterings of factual information. Where, where opinion, uh, you know, obviously is, is, it's going to be presented as such, as such, you know, it's going to be presented typically as, as this is my, in my opinion, a lot of times people will say, um, but you're right. Sometimes, sometimes it's a credible individual who's presenting their own opinion and that, that person with credentials are presenting their own opinion, um, can indirectly uh, lend um, substance to a hypothesis, <laughs> you know. Uh, well, they they should know they are they are this they are that you know. Uh, they have they should have they should have the facts right. Um, it can be hard, uh, but I think um, you know. I think as, as I think when you look at what happened with Joe, uh, I think, I think Joe had a, um, I think Joe, 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 Joe had motivated reasoning a little bit behind his, I think Joe was, was, was wanting a certain narrative. And that's what, that's what Joe got Joe in trouble. That's my opinion on Joe. I, um, I, yeah, go ahead. Sorry. Which would you agree with that? So I don't I I, li- I I don't listen to his podcast religiously, but I've seen snippets of clips on YouTube, and sure. what I always liked about him, he seemed like a very in the middle kind of person, 
And he mm-hmm. was even accused of pandering to both left and right people when they were visiting his show. And I think he was just sure. finding common ground with these people, not necessarily that he was pandering oh, well, to them. Um, you very well could be right. Yeah. You very well could be right. And, and, uh, and being such a hot button issue, um, simply got himself in hot water, but it'd be easy to get yourself out of it. If you just come forth and say, listen, I don't know. Uh, you know, but again, the, the, you know, there, there are a lot of witch, uh, what do you call them? Uh, the witch, witch, witch hunters, you know, Mm -hmm. and people who are looking for you to mess up. So there are people out there that are looking for a way way to pounce on somebody. Uh, And that's, that's probably what caught, caught Joe a little bit, you know, absolutely. Especially on a hot so, Absolutely. Um, uh, cancel culture is a real, real problem. And uh, I think there are two types of people, people that are witch hunting because they don't like you. And then there are people that just mm-hmm. don't, you know, know any better, I suppose. And they think your intentions are harmful when, in fact, maybe they're not. Maybe that's just your opinion. Yeah, right. And, you know, sure. uh that's that's the challenge, I guess. And I think Joe Rogan definitely handled himself very well, though, because uh, Neil Young uh, left Spotify, right? Uh, he says that you have to yep. choose, and uh, Spotify, of course, chose the $100 million man uh, that they signed with, and he has a huge following on top of it. So they decided sure. to go with Joe Rogan. But I loved what Joe Rogan did because a lot of people probably expected him to say, ha ha, sucker, or you know what, fine, get out of here. You know. But no, he's like, look, I'm a Neil Young fan. I didn't want him to leave. I spoke to Spotify. We decided we're going to put disclaimers in the beginning of episodes like this. And so I, I just thought he handled himself very, very well. And that takes a lot of courage. And uh, I love that he's not a divisive person. And I wish we could see that from a lot more people because I watch a lot of folks. um, It really itches me a little bit more when I see folks on the left, uh, from the left wing do this because they're supposed to be about unity and love and things like that. But there are people from the far left that I see on YouTube and when they're preaching something, they're being very condescending and insulting toward uh people who don't agree with them like oh you're an idiot or you're an effing this or you're so stupid etc 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 and i just feel like i wish they had a better approach like look i'm gonna counter you because so and so and so and so instead of just being rude and disrespectful yeah i i don't yeah i agree with you 100 percent. i think you, you know, what are, you, what are they called? Trolls. People are trolling. I think people simply do that at times, um, mostly because they're trying to make them feel feel better about themselves in some way, um, or entertain themselves. They think it's entertaining to do so, but I don't think they're actually trying to have any real discussion, in my opinion. Right. Right. Because otherwise, they would come back with with some sort of facts. Right. They would come back with some sort of discussion um, to counter what was said, um, but a lot of times uh, I don't think uh, that, that we let facts get in our way very much. A lot of people don't, 
right? <laughs> yeah. And I, yeah. I, I, I want to say it's not just the left, though. It's the right also. There are two sides. But sure. the left just, again, because they're because of their message. And I think that why both sides do this is because I think that they just want to have shock factor. And I think they want, uh, you know, just to get a lot of views and supporters and and for, unfortunately, I feel like you cannot be a moderate, logical, rational person and have a following. You have to be an extremist almost. And, and I, I'm, I'm saying sometimes I feel like this. I'm not saying that's the way it is. But you almost have to be an extremist on one side or the other and stand very um, aggressively on a stance like uh, any uh, sensitive topic that we talk about in America. You can't just be like, oh, it's not so black and white and... You know, you you, know, you have to just choose a side almost, and uh, you know, have you noticed that? Yes, definitely. You know, I think I think people tend to to think that um, I think of beliefs as only like one hundred percent right and one hundred percent wrong. You know what I mean? Um, and that. Um, you know, with that, they have a hard time um, listening and uh, to, they have a hard time with just fluid information and listening to both sides. Again, it, you come, become very entrenched, but you got to think about the way media is, and, and, and social media especially, filters what you, what comes to people, right? So even if you look at what, you know, when you look at Facebook and, and and Instagram and things that go and come into people's feed uh, there and Google and, and, and they're all monitoring what what a person is already doing and so they're shifting they're, they're when, when a person is, is 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 looking at certain things and looking up certain things they're giving you more of that they begin to feed, feed the beast so to speak right yeah. So they're giving you more of what you what you have, what you have what what you've been seeking. Um, because that's that's a narrative they can see that that you enjoy that you like that will get you looking at looking more and more and more in that direction. Um, I think it's just it makes it very difficult for people to stand back and look at all sides. You know. Yeah. Uh, in this age, and... I think it's tougher. And, and that's what I love about someone like Bill Maher, because Bill Maher claims he's a liberal, but I do feel, yeah, he's probably a, uh, I think he's more of a moderate, actually, that leans left. And what I like about him a lot is that he invites people that don't agree with his ideology. And he says, what's the point of inviting people that agree with me? You know, I, I want to talk to someone who doesn't agree with me. And I love when he yeah. has guests like that and they, you know, they find common ground. And one of my favorite quotes by Winston Churchill, uh, I believe, I don't know if I'm saying it right, but it takes great courage to get up and speak, but it takes even greater courage to listen. And I think that's what most people don't want to do. They don't want to listen. Yes. Oh, no, 100%. I agree with that. And, uh, and I've, I've seen it, and I know you have, with, with people that we know close to, to us that um, don't want to even, they, they get actually frustrated 
taking it somehow personally when the um, when the narrative that's being expressed or the idea that's being expressed doesn't agree with their own belief. Yeah. Um, we, we all can do that some. I'm not going to tell yeah. you that I'm... I'm We're not perfect. It. We're all guilty of it, probably. Perfect. But, but, but yeah, I'm not perfect. Uh, and uh, definitely a work in progress. But we should try our best. The, and I'm, uh, like I told you before, I'm an expert in my own opinion. <laughs> yeah. I told you that. <laughs> Absolutely. Right? But, 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 uh, but, you know, as far as, um, you know... Uh, I think I think you know people get so frustrated and so emotional that they're not willing to listen, you know, and uh, and and that's that's unfortunate because um, we we need to do more listening, you know, twice as much listening as we do speaking. Yes, you and I, I also challenge people to have an open mind and 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 uh, someone you disagree with. Uh, giving them a chance to speak to you. But on that note, uh, I just want to say I want to hear your final thoughts. So we're running out of time here. And I actually have to credit you for that, Whit, because you, you know, we had a great conversation and you gave me some advice. I, there was a different podcast I would do where I would have people longer for like an hour, two hours, three hours, whatever. And you're like, nope, you sure. should do 30-minute episodes, no more than 30 minutes. So I'm crediting you for that uh, advice. Thank you. I love it. <laughs> And final thoughts on on this. <laughs> I've always, like I told you when we talked about that, leave them wanting more. I don't know if this will leave them wanting more or not. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. And I hope but, that I'll have you back on. Well, I, I would love to come back on uh, and, and, and talk about anything with you. Uh, I really enjoy our conversations and always have Michael. Uh, you're, 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 you're a, 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 like a, like a brother to me. You know that. So. Wow, man. That uh, means but, a lot. That but, means a lot. But, uh, I but, feel the same but, way. You know, yes, yes. But as far as, as far as this goes, I, I, I'm very proud of, of this podcast that you're doing because I think it's, it's, it allows a form for, uh, these kinds of conversations to happen. I know there's tons of podcasts out there, but I don't think that people are doing enough of what you're doing, which is really exploring this, the, the, the both sides of issues, you know, and, and that's what I see you presenting. And, um, and, and I, I commend you for it. Um, and, and, and inviting people on to, to, to discuss things and to bring their ideas and to bring, um, you know, the facts that they know and, and the expertise that they might have. Uh, you know a lot of people who are going to do that, and uh, and I'm excited to see what's coming coming up next for your podcast. So, great, great, excellent. So, uh, Chris, uh, you know, thank you so much for the compliments, and uh, I have to say it was a real, real treat having you on. Uh, I can't wait till you come back to town so we can all go out and uh, have a good time. So. On that note, uh, I can't wait to also have you back on the show, and we will, yeah, we're wrapping this up. So thank you again, and uh, until next time, folks. Until next time. Awesome, man. Take care. Take care, my friend. Bye.